All right, so this is one of those interviews that I'm super excited for. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, talk about, you know, somebody that, A, we've wanted to have on the pod for a while and just it just haven't had a chance to do it. Paths haven't crossed. But, but B, just catching it at just the right time because super excited to see this quest that, that George Bryan, Bryan Brothers, mm-hmm. you know, um, George is on this quest to, to make it to the U.S. Open. Uh, and we've been following along, watching. Um, he, you know, he's moved on now to uh, the sectionals. Um, and what's so cool is that he's bringing us along for the ride. Yep. Uh, which, yep. oh, what I want to dive in, I want to ask him about how you walk that line. Because you and I, we are no world-class golfers, yep. right? But we know there's days we play better and worse. And oftentimes when we're filming, it's hard. Yeah. You know, we just play our best golf when the cameras are off because we're running around trying to make sure we've got every shot filmed and there's a lot that takes you out of your game. So I think what George has been doing is coming up with this formula where he can bring us along and, and film, but also still play incredible golf. It's super exciting. It is exciting. And I just watched the video last night, his recent one, where he shot a 67 in the qualifiers, going to sectionals in June. We're going to talk to him about that. And we're also going to talk to him about what he has coming after that, which is possibly his quest for the Open Championship. Yeah. I mean, he's got a busy summer ahead of him. And he can make it to Brookline. He could. Yeah. And 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 what's so cool, too, is that don't forget, you know, uh, the channel is, is both of them. You know, it's Wesley as well, um, who, who you see a little bit less of on the channel recently. Because right. of the fact that, you know, he's playing on the PGA Tour. But even that insight and being able to see and like a lot of times George will, will go and, and do these vlog style videos following Wesley out there on tour. So what one thing I would say is that, you know, you've probably already heard of Brian Brothers. They've, they've been doing this for quite some time. The trick shots and everything all over, you know, the content game. But if, if you're not watching the YouTube channel specifically, mm-hmm. make sure you subscribe because uh, just some incredible stuff they're doing over there that I'm really, yeah, you know, as, as awesome as it is how much golf YouTube has grown, I'm not seeing a whole lot of other people who are doing what they're doing, right. where you've got a brother on the tour, you know, but I also want to, I want to ask that question and, and, and get into like, how is it that there's so much golf talent in this family? It's crazy. Even even their sister plays at a very high yeah. level. Yeah, you know, it's a golf knocking rich family. The door could could be almost you know LPGA tour level. Right. Um. So like, what what is it that helped get them all there? I'd imagine there's a little bit of we see it. We see the friendly competition. Yeah, we do. I'm you I'm know, curious but, to find out. I'm very curious to find out. So super excited for this one. We won't keep you guys waiting too long. Let's do a quick word from our sponsors, and then we're gonna bring George on the show. All right, guys, we're excited to share with you guys some exclusive opportunities from Titleist, but to be part of it, you have to join Team Titleist. Team Titleist gives you access to opportunities like prototype testing. When you see you get that that white box of balls in the mail, a lot of you have seen that in our, some of our social stories. They say, hey, how do I get in on that? Well, it's Team Titleist. They got special events, limited edition gear from Titleist, that TT that you see on the hat sometime. So much great stuff, so many perks of being part of Team Titleist. And you can sign up now. You can join us on Team Titleist by going to Titleist.com slash Team Titleist. That's one word, Titleist.com slash Team Titleist. Some super exciting opportunities. Join the team. Check it out. We'll see you guys over there. All right, guys, the Tour Alpha from FootJoy leads the pack as the most tech-focused, crazy, comfortable, win-ready shoe in golf. Frank, pull one of these out. 
Hold one of those up. The Tor Alpha's power reimagined, and it sets the standard of stability. Look at that thing. Look how pretty pretty in the bottom. Talk about stability. You see it There's right your here. stability. Yeah. And look at the comfort. I mean, bend that thing a little bit. It's just the comfort is elite. Today's athlete, they demand the most secure foundation to maximize their power. I mean, it's key in a golf swing. We know the, the power comes from the ground up. That's why it's so important to have the right shoes. Um, this shoe, in, in fact, features FootJoy's most advanced stability system uh, called the OPS system. It provides that ultimate support and control through the golf swing. It's pretty amazing yep. technology. Available in a variety of colors than just this one you see here. Uh, you go laced. You can even go boa, the, the non-lace, which I know a lot of people like that click lock technology. Uh, this shoe is all about power and performance, guys. Learn more about the Tour Alpha by visiting footjoy.com. All right, guys. We got George Bryan on the line here. George, I'm psyched. This is overdue. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm excited to be here. Thanks for uh, reaching out, and I'm glad our, our schedules could kind of kind of work out. Yeah, I'm so excited for this, especially with what you've got going on right now, which we're going to dig into in a moment talking about that U.S. Open qualifier. And the other thing that I, you've recently been talking about is even the Open Championship, you know, and, mm -hmm. and some of the really, really exciting stuff that you've got going on ahead of that. But the first thing I want to do and something we like to do with, with all of our guests is kind of rewind a little bit. Talk a little mm -hmm. bit about where you got your start. So I know one thing is that you and your brother, you've been doing especially like YouTube for quite some time, but it goes back even further than that. And I know, I know trick shots were involved, but mm -hmm. give us a little bit of an overview of where you got started in the content game and, and, and kind of bringing your golf journey out there, whichever it would be the social media, the yeah. YouTube, that type of stuff. Yeah. So it uh, kind of started, uh, 2014 is, um, you know, when we got started also, if I get distracted looking at myself, talk and move in the corner while talking, just, <laughs> against me. Um, <laughs> no so 2014 is when YouTube started um, for us, and that came on the heels of basically a failed first go at mini tour uh, life. I graduated college 2010, uh, good college career, so I'm like, okay, this is going to be easy. Golf is easy. Um, well, ran out of money by the end of 2013, and I was like, you know, what, like, what do I do? Like, I, I want to keep playing golf, but I don't know what that means, or what that looks like. You know, caddy a little bit here and there, teaching lessons with my dad. Um, and then me and Wesley saw a video on uh, ESPN of two kids or a guy hitting the ball out of out of midair. I'm like, first of all, they don't look like real golfers. I think we can do better. And so we just kind of farted around and recreated that shot and put it on the internet. And people were like, oh my god, this is awesome. And so we're like, okay, well, yeah. And, you know, our friends that our friends on Facebook were like, oh, that's so cool. People at church were like, hey, that was a cool video. And and it was it was enough people outside of family to be like, well, I mean. Let's just make another one of these videos. And that's one that kind of went semi-viral in the golf space um, and was more people watching than just friends and family. So that's when we're like, I mean, I don't I don't know what we got here, but we might have something cool and mm. let's just run with it. So that kind of just snowballed into one thing after another where we you know, started making YouTube videos, traveling around the world, doing kind of these you know, trick shot videos. Um, and then so that's where content started. Well, then Wesley gets on the PJ or web.com. And then PJ Tour card, so that kind of derailed the the content side of things for me. So then I shifted into playing full time, chasing kind of a a pro golf 2.0 or second um, rendition of me like, uh, the tour and played Latin Tour, Canada Tour, um, and then all the while, you know, still trying to like keep up with YouTube and social media and just doing a little things to keep it on life support. 
Um, well, then 2020 comes, and some some buddies were like, "Hey, why don't you try YouTube again or do some like golf vlogs or something?" I think you're you know talented enough. You know, I'm like, I don't I don't really know, but I'll give it a go. And that's 2020. I started making videos again, and people started enjoying them because it was real golf, my journey on pro golf, but also telling Wesley's story. You know, us doing matches, and it was just kind of landed, I guess, in something we're more comfortable doing because we're telling. You know our story through just real golf. How to, you know, we can help people get better at golf. Um, people can enjoy some good golf because you know Western PJ Tour. I played high level pro golf, so it was just like a perfect storm and kind of crazy how you know, you know, eight years after starting in, in YouTube, this is kind of you know where I'm at. So it's been a fun little journey, wild, crazy, weird, um, and definitely <laughs> unexpected. Yeah, and it's a tough line to walk because I mean, you you know, it's not easy to play well and create good content and film when you're out there, you know, mm-hmm. and, and you, you seem to walk that line really well, you know, especially now with some of these very important practice rounds and things like mm-hmm. that you're playing. But I remember you even saying in a recent video mentioning how you've really kind of, it's become a big passion with the videos and the content that you're creating. Mm-hmm. So where do you sit right now on a level of priority of, of chasing a competitive golf uh, kind of career in one way or another versus fully embracing this this idea of being a golf content creator on youtube yeah it's definitely you know ingrained in me so i mean even backing up is like from when i was four years old or i'm not exaggerating but seven years old when i played my first tournament all the way you know my whole life tournament golf is something i've been passionate about and wanted to do and like that's just all i know and so getting away from that's always going to be tough um and that being said it's like so I'm a tournament golfer by you know nature, but I really enjoy creating the content, putting, making videos, you know, filming videos, kind of trying to. You know, I don't do my editing anymore, but like just figuring out how to make a cool video and seeing it all come together is like something that's super enjoyable and a lot of fun to me. Um, but doing that requires a lot of time and effort away from actually practicing real golf stuff that you need to do to get better at golf. Um, so it's just definitely a tension. But right now. I think I'm more on the lines of, hey, I want to like get, I want to give myself the best shot at the U.S. Open, qualifying for the Open, um, doing all these things that you know are real golf, not filming. Um, and so I'm kind of more of a tournament player right now. But I'd say, generally speaking, I've been more content just the last two years. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. It's it's just it's tough because you know like filming you can't. If you're filming off and trying to do all that, you can't really mentally practice or mentally like engage into like a round of golf. And right. so, um, it's, it's very interesting because I've gone two years. I don't care about tournaments. Like, it's, if I want to do well, it's fine. But I want to create videos. Now it's like, man, I'm playing pretty good golf. I want to like, how awesome would it be to qualify for the U.S. Open? Because imagine the content that would come from that. Not necessarily like me furthering my professional career right making money it's 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 very interesting and and um and wild to think about yeah it it certainly is and i think what's so cool too is how much you're helping not only is it from an entertainment standpoint because your videos are a lot of that are fun to watch super entertaining Mm -hmm. but just for the insight and the knowledge and how it's helping so many people who may be in a similar position, who, who want to qualify, who want to just you taking people through your thought process of, of how you set up your practice rounds. It's, it's this very fine and, and, and 
interesting line of both entertainment, but also education. And I'm sure there's a lot of people who get a lot out of it. And I think you've been creative in the way you've mm-hmm. done certain things. Like sometimes when you are actually out there playing to qualify, you're still bringing us along. You're saying, I can't talk to the camera. I'm trying to try to play here, but I'm still going to film mm-hmm. it and show you guys. So I think you've done an incredible job with that. Um, but speaking to the golf in general, I mean, you're, you, there's a lot of talent in that family. You know, you guys, it's yeah. not one, it's not two, it's, you know, it's three, even counting your sister of, of how mm-hmm. many people are playing golf at a super high level. So where does that come from? You mentioned age seven playing uh, in the first tournament. Is this mm-hmm. your father getting you guys started in golf? Is it just a shared, you know, cultural passion in the family? How, how does that come together? Um, yeah, my dad being a golf pro played a massive you know role. Like we just hung around with him on the golf course. And, um, you know, that kind of kicked off our passion and this is something we wanted for, I think me and Wesley share the same thing. It's like, we just always loved the game and then we wanted to get really good. And then we wanted to get really good to beat each other. Um, and then we want to get really good so we can beat dad. And so you throw all this in there and then we, I mean, yes, a little bit of a head start because we had some good quality information at our disposal, but it wasn't forced on us. And so right. I think that's why we turned out, um, to be fairly successful golfers because our dad was like, Hey. I'm not going to force you to play this. Like if you want to get better, I'm here. If you want to play in tournaments, you practice, we'll get you there. But like, if you're not passionate, go find something you're passionate about. So it like allowed us to, um, really find that, that passion and the desire to play and get better at golf on our own. And so just something that's kind of, you know, cultivated early age and just kind of grow, grew as time. But, um, anyone with siblings knows that's something that I think helped us is like, we wanted to, you know, one up each other. And so, um, that's something you can't really quantify. Um, yes, we put the work in, we did all the things that you had to do to, to play good golf, but having someone who's also really good at golf by your side to kind of push you along played a massive role. Um, but yeah, I mean, golf is kind of all we know as a family. My dad loves it. It's his, he's passionate about it. still, you know, six years old. He loves it just as much as he did when he started. Um, and so I think it's kind of cool and we're just, yeah, we're just a big golf family. Yeah. <laughs> so at least. It's cool. And I think like, and I, I could, assume because i know we all feel it here is how cool it is to see the support for each other i mean you constantly giving wesley updates and following his journey and rooting Mm -hmm. for him even on your story his awesome hole out yesterday i mean (laughs) you know it's just it's it's refreshing to see frank has three brothers i have two brothers i mean Mm -hmm. it's cool to see it's it's like when you watch brian brothers golf you're getting a little bit of everything from the family it's not Mm -hmm. just george doing this so it's super great. I love the content. I'm a fan. I've been a fan for a while, and I'm Appreciate I'm excited it. to hear about this journey now to the U.S. Open. Yeah. So yeah. So take us through that. I want to know the process first. Like, wh- yeah. If someone's going to go through this process, where does it start? How many events do you have to qualify, and where are you at now? Um. So yeah. So I've been doing this qualifier. I don't know if it's 20 years might be an exaggeration, but probably when I was 17, I signed up for the first. 17 or 18 is when I first go. Um, but basically you have to have, a, I think a one something handicap and you sign up and you go through the first stage, which is local qualifying. And at, at that local qualifying, there is say 70 to 90 guys playing for anywhere between four and eight spots. Uh, that, that sounds about right. Um, so then one day shootout low, let's say, let's just call it five, low five advance to, um, sectionals, which is the second stage of us open qualifier. And at sectionals is a 36 hole one day, you know, shootout, um, with the same, you know, I'd say 70 to 90 guys, sometimes maybe 60 or 50, um, depending on which site you're at. 
all vying for a handful of spots uh, to go from there straight to U.S. Open. Um, so, like me, I'm going to D.C. is my sectional um, qualifier. But anyway, it's going to head. But, yeah, so, yeah, so really three rounds separate anyone from being in the U.S. Open. Um, like, the site that I'm going at, over time, historically, you shoot a pair of 69s, you're in the U.S. Open. So, really, six to eight under over two days at a, you know, a hard golf course. I could be mm-hmm. teeing up at, at uh, the country club <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a month or so with uh, the best in the world. And so that's the cool thing about um, you know, the U.S. Open qualifiers. Because, I mean, any high-level golfer can get hot you know, over the span of a month. And, yeah. um, and so that's really all it takes. And it's kind of cool because, I don't know, it's just something I've always, been, I've always done my whole life. The U.S. Open qualifier with, oh, man, I can play you know, with the best in the world. And... Um, I've only advanced to sectionals two other times. So this is kind of cool that I was able to advance to sectionals while documenting or being dumb yeah. enough to document the whole journey. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, and I somehow, I mean, then we'll talk more about, I don't know if we, we can get into it now, but like the first local qualifier, I mean, it wasn't catching fire. It wasn't like catching magic, catching lightning in a bottle. It was like not fluky at all. It's like I put the work in, the game felt pretty good and it has for a little bit, but like that day, I mean, mentally, I was I was in a pretty I mean, it's a place I hadn't been in a long time on the golf course, and physically, I mean, didn't miss a drive. Um, was in position all day, just you know, was playing smart golf, twenty feet, thirty feet away from the hole, missing in correct places, and then at the end of the round, just got hot with the irons and made some birdies coming in. But it was a bogey free sixty seven to get me mm-hmm. through. Um, local qualifying of the U.S. Open while filming the whole thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it's really, I mean, this was really cool because a, you know, it shows that I can play golf at a, at a high level. But b, it like takes people on a journey to like, you know, that, that are that are friends of the channel that can like, hey, let's follow along George's journey to U.S. Open and get get behind. So it's cool that I was able to give them something to root on and cheer for, and then keep the journey going. So they're invested in uh now sectionals uh so it's just it really was a cool thing that i kind of thought up last minute i'm like hey let's i'll sign up for the u.s open uh qualifier and kind of make some videos around it and kind of bring people along on the journey not knowing if i'll get through i didn't really care but like right it was cool that i played like not fluky I mean, i've shot some fluky 64s and fives and sixes that kind of like uh it was it could have gone the other way but this one there was no like it was I was in control the whole day, which was really cool. Cause I, I mean, honestly, I hadn't felt like that since college. Yeah, yeah. So, that's got to be a good feeling heading into these. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, where is the game right now? Do you feel like you've got a, a good chance of pushing through here? I mean, nobody's got a crystal ball, but how do you feel? Yeah. Are you feeling like you're. I mean, you're after watching his flat stick in that sixty-seven, I mean, come on, yeah. I got to yeah. feel pretty yeah, the good. Putter's good. good. Um, yeah, it's, it's one of those things that honestly, we'll see. Like physically, we'll we should be in a good spot. Come. June 6th, but again, it's golf. You never really know. Yeah. Um, but mentally, I think that's the reason I got through this first stage is I had a weird like confidence that I was going to get through, even though I had played tournament golf in eight months. Um, you know, on paper, yes, I've, I've made, I've had some good rounds on YouTube, but like in pro golf, that doesn't, like, it doesn't matter. Um, but I had this weird confidence in like game plan and everything, the mental side of things, I felt really good. And like, you know, confidence plays a big role in this game. And that's, that's kind of what I'm going to carry over to, to sectionals. Like there's no reason for me to qualify. That's all the more reason that I'm somehow believing that I like, that I am going to get through. Um, and you know, 36 holes at a golf course where I know it's, it's a, like you, you got to drive the ball. Well, and I've played there once before and that's what I do well. And so like, if I have a day where I'm on with my driver, like I was, 
then I'm going to have a lot of chances of birdie. And then that all that I'm going to have to do from there is just have a good mental kind of game, a good game plan, and just like not kind of let the moment kind of freak me out. But I have a feeling, you know, come, you know, the last nine holes, if I'm in the in the hunt, then there's going to be some nerves and like some like, the, I mean, there was nerves this first one, but like, you know, that's only to get through to, to second stage. But this one, like with the actual U.S. Open kind of landing there, there'll be some nerves that'll be interesting to like, see how I handle. <laughs> yeah. And that's an interesting that you brought that up because my next question was about nerves. You mentioned it in the video that, you know, you were nervous, you know, when you jumped off, then you calmed down. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, the nerves came back in. So how do you deal, especially for our listeners who play tournament golf, how do you keep those nerves calm? How did you find um, that bogey free 67 with those nerves? Um, you really don't. You just have to know that like, for me, I've, it's just something that's kind of been ingrained. It's, it's a hard, it's an easy, it's a concept that like I've heard thousand sides of know how to do it but to put it in practice is really hard is basically you know even you hear all the great players like i don't ever not feel nervous i don't ever not feel shaking hands or beating chest or beating heart um it's just knowing that i've can perform while feeling that way and so like really get into a space where like you literally just say hey I'm, my routine i'm gonna trust that I'm, my hands are shaking and i feel like weird <laughs> but i'm gonna make a swing stick to my like swing thought and just trust that I've done this in practice and then I know that like I can still hit these shots while feeling this way. And then you hit a few, like the first drive, you know, I'm very nervous um, and hit a perfect drive. And I was like, okay, or it just gives you the confidence. Like, okay, well feel and well golfers know feel is not real in golf. And so if you can just trick your mind and be like, I don't care what what's happening. I'm just going to stick to my routine and, and just swing. And then eventually you get some shots in the, in the arsenal. Like, Oh, wow. I was, you know, pretty good. I can do this. Yeah. Um, but yeah. still nerves never go away. You just have to learn how to accept them and just know that like you try, you go through your, your routines, you stick to your, you have your swing thought, you really harp down on that one thought that you're trying to like think of on the golf swing and just swing and whatever happens, happens. Yep. Um, but man, it is, it is stressful. I'll tell you that much. I um, bet. On that that, well, you're knocking yeah. on the door at the U S exactly. open. It's going to be stressful. I mean, sure. that, I know, that, it, yeah, that, but it was cool. I mean, cause that 17th hole, I, was, I, I was knew just gonna, going to the par three, right? Yeah, I was just going to um, ask. It, I I didn't know how you were going to get up and down. I'm saying to myself, I was watching. Go, is he going to get this? <laughs> yeah. Um. And so, go, like after I made birdie on 16, it gets me to five under. And going in, I knew, like you just know, um, like five under, more than likely, is going to be safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, four under is kind of what I had in my mind. Like is a good number. Three under, I'm going to fight for, but you know, might not be enough. But that's a number that, like worst case scenario, that's what I need to get to. So, five under with two to play, you know, okay, if I'm just par in, we're in bogey one of the two probably going to be good enough to at least have a chance so that whole water all down the left um part three is not overly difficult but water left bunker right um you go long right not easy up and down and so like it was 195 downwind and i play a fade right now um and so it's like well if i want to get this on the green i got to kind of start it around that pin fade it off but that brings water into play. Mm-hmm. Um, not to mention I was in between clubs and your juice, you're nervous and you're like, jeez. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> so I picked an eight iron, which was not going to ever get there, but it got me to a position that like, if I hit a good shot, it's going to get to the front middle of the green. And that, I know for a fact, if I get on that part, bogey is the worst I'm making. I can, I'll probably, your three putts, definitely a possibility, but bogey's not going to kill me. So I hit a, I picked a club that it was going to give me the best chance at making par or bogey at worst. And as soon as I hit it, I kind of thinned a little bit, but it missed the bunker. And at that point in time, I was like, okay, worst I'm going to do is three putt this. But then I hit this beautiful putt up there to like four feet and made it. And so at that point I'm like, 
Yeah. Well, yeah. Eight, nine, nine, my 18th hole, very easy hole. Yeah. Um, as good as I'm driving it. So it was a big relief, but like it was stressful because even if I hit it in that bunker, which is not a bad shot per se, because you know, it keeps you out of the water, it's not a guaranteed up and down because then you're thinking, don't skull it, don't, you know, chunk it. And it just brings in a lot of things that I did not want to think about. Yeah. Um, the 17th hole <laughs> playing good. Yeah. Um, so no, it was cool. It was like, you know, you, you draw up game plans and even before the round, I was like, okay, this is, I'm playing good. And my game plan will be, because I know the pins going to be back left and I'll try to get something front, middle, right to where, you know, just rely on my putter. Um, so it was kind of cool to, you know, overcome nerves, but then also like um, have a game plan in place mm-hmm. before the day starts and kind of execute. Uh, so yeah, it was pretty cool. All right, guys, we'll get you back to our interview with George in just a second, but want to do a quick thanks to our sponsors, Precision Pro, absolutely loving the R1 Smart Rangefinder. Um, and have you guys tried this R1 yet? You know, the Rangefinder, it's the smartest out there on the market. We did an entire breakdown on our YouTube It's got channel. so many features to it. it. It's yeah, that's feature the problem. rich, and I mean, great. what... I, we've seen some other rangefinders out there start to work in the GPS and laser, mm-hmm. but where the R1 really sets itself apart is the my slope. Mm. So you hear someone say, like, "What's what's the slope on that? The slope adjustment?" Well, the my slope is a little change that makes a huge difference. And what it does is the the Precision Pro app, which is just incredible, very easy user interface, love it, walks you through. You get to put in your own launch characteristics. You get to put in your things like your ball speed, your launch angle. It gets to know you like it was your caddy. And what it'll do when you're out there is it'll give you adjusted numbers based on the way you as an individual golfer hit the ball. Mm-hmm. Just brilliant. It also takes into effect because of the fact that it's smart and it's working off of that connection from your phone. It's taking local weather into effect. How cool. It's telling you things like wind and wind direction. So you're with, with one look through that viewfinder, you're able to get your GPS, your laser, and your numbers adjusted for your golf game and local conditions of the day. To me, doesn't get much smarter than that. You got to get out there, check out the R1, and don't forget to use code GOLFICITY for some extra discounts at checkout. So check out the Precision Pro uh, website. Use that code GOLFICITY. Something you got to see to believe, but yeah. super, super excited. And we've been using it on every round, that R1 Smart Range Finder. We're loving the technology. And you may be listening and say, well, how do I get all those distance ball speed, club speed. Well, easy enough. You could just go get a mobile launch monitor. And right now, Rapsodo, it's probably the the most inexpensive launch monitor out there. I know these things are becoming, you know, f- more friendly to purchase, you know, instead of the $20,000 TrackMans. For $399, you can get the, Ra- the Rapsodo MLM, which gives you all the metrics you want. Distance, uh, club speed, launching, that's just to name a few. But what I love the most is that data visualization. It gives you all those insights. Yeah. Uh, the new shot dispersion feature, just to be specific, it has this visual overlay of every shot that you hit at the range. It's all color-coded, uh, pinpointed with distance and accuracy. So you can optimize your club gapping if you think you have a wedge that might be too far apart. I mean, it has it all there. It's $399. You can use it indoors, hit into a net in the garage in the wintertime, use it outdoors, of course. It's extremely portable. It's like the size of a range finder it clips right onto your bag and you can have a custom now practice plan uh for all your strengths and weaknesses so go check out the rap soto mlm use the code to get this guys golficity mlm all lowercase use that and you're going to get a hundred dollars off which will get you that 399 $3, $3. $3. $3. $3. $3. $3. $3. $3. $3. $3. $3. $3. for the all that and, and like you said you just make your practice so much more powerful that's right when you have this and you can it, it because it retains all that data 
after your session, you can go back, you can look at your dispersion and you could say, Hey, uh, my eight iron in particular, I was spraying it all over the place and you tighten that dispersion up. You know, you can go in there with an accurate plan for making your game better. Right. And that's what, that's what the best golfers do is they go in there and they practice with a purpose. So like Mike said, check out their Rapsodo mobile launch monitor. Use that coupon code golficity MLM. All right, let's get you back with our interview with George Bryan. Where are you at now as far as like a team in place that if June 6th is a week before the actual event, so you get through, what's next for you? You got your, your looper ready, everything to head up north and rock and roll? Uh, you played it before, yeah. right? You played, you've you played play, the country club, Brooklyn. You played the country yeah. club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I filmed video. That's another reason why I think I can just like randomly, I was like, you know what? Like I'll have played the course, so why not get through? So like that's, you know, played there and I don't know. Um, but yeah. We, we honestly, played it last week, by the way. Yeah. We played it, it, it was easy. Super easy. <laughs> no, just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> beat We're us up. Handicaps, it beat us up. But those greens are tiny. Yeah, it's it's insane. This was yeah. one of the best courses ever played. Yep. Um, but honestly, the team, like once I get there, the thing that I'm going to be trying to do, yes, I want to play well, but we're – we're going to tell the best story possible. We're going to have a team that's going to be more video, video guy based than like caddy based. Yeah, you, know? you go. Like, I'll, I can, I've played golf for us. I don't know how to get there, but like, we want to make sure we have, like, we cover the event well. And, um, and so, yeah, that's, that's where it would, you know, yes, I, I have some coaches. My dad would come, the whole family would come. Uh, probably one of, one of my other swing guys that I work with, he comes up there. The caddy would be interesting to figure out because do we go with the guy that's got me through first and second stage? Or do we go with like a local, someone that's like knows the course and a little more like caddy? Yeah. Um, I don't know. So that's that's the one interesting thing that would be very interesting because again, if you get through first and second stage with the same caddy, how do you fire him? Right, right, right. But <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, so yeah, but no, that, it, it's going to be interesting because then you know you get through the U.S. Open to the U.S. Open that would roll me right into the Open qualifier, which is like the week after that. Um, and where is that? Got, uh, England. It's going it's to England. Uh, Leeds, England for all got the uh, um, UK listeners. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's gonna be a while next, like yeah. three or four weeks uh, or five weeks for sure. Now, now, is is Wesley playing in the same qualifier with you in June? Uh, hope that's the so that's my first choice. He's in to DC site. That's okay. my first choice, and I signed up early. Plus, I finished second. Like in theory, I should get my first pick um i'm hoping and i'm i don't know just hoping the u.s open kind of sees that like hey that'd be kind of a cool story like me and him being able to compete and like tell that i mean yeah, from a, a great like story. content perspective that's why like mm-hmm. just a lot of fun i'm looking forward to because a it'd be the first time me and wesley have played in a tournament in like eight years together seven wow. years yeah and wow. so that aspect but then able to like have my guy that's come up to film basically tell the u.s open story me versus wesley who knows? I get through. Wesley gets through. We both get through. Like, there's a lot of cool things that, like, from a storytelling kind of my content side. Yeah. It's like, man, this is going to be a lot of fun. And they love that story, too. And why wouldn't they? There's no other, yeah. you know, sport that you can have a situation like this where you can, as you said, you're like two rounds, you know, two wins away from getting in. And I, yeah. when we were up there for media day, I mean, they were really driving that home. So I think that would be a home run uh, for people mm-hmm. who will follow that. So, so what is then the um the plan of attack for for sectionals is it to get up there do some practice rounds kind mm-hmm. of same type of thing film it for for the content mm-hmm. get that out um and then just just go and play it are you, yeah. do you think you'll be able to film 
your round at sectionals in the same way? Like have somebody just following you? Is that even something you can do? I I mean, I mean, until USGA tells me to take it down, but yeah, it's, we're filming it. Um, cause that's, I mean, that's just something that's like, you kind of ask forgiveness later. Um, there's, they're, they've seen the first couple videos, so it's fine. And like, so it's not like it's going up on your channel. You're filming someone else's like my content. I own my own stuff. Kind of like the tour stuff is like, I can post whatever on, on Brian Bros because it's Wesley's channel. It's Wesley's yeah. stuff. Anyway, and so, yeah, that's we're, we got a film guy that's going to – we're going to go up there Saturday. I'll probably walk the course um, to probably film some of the stuff uh, on that end. Then Sunday's practice round and then 36 on Monday. But, yeah, that'll be the plan is, you know, I want to tell – you know, we have an actual guy that's the, – the guy that filmed first stage does uh, video for the football team, uh, USC. Um, so he's really talented, but it'll – so it's not just me. I'm not the best filmer. I'm, I'm I'm decent. I've gotten better. But like, this is the guy that I'm bringing. It's his job, so he can like film well, but also tell the story more than just like, hey, here's 36 holes on Monday. It's like, no, we're gonna tell. I want to tell like, hey, the practice round. Me and Wesley competing. Get more of a narrative, just a more a more of a story than just like 36 holes of golf. Um, yeah. So yeah, well, there'll be a few videos that come from this that, you know. I, you know, practice rounds, it. like yeah, and also it's just it's gonna be. I'm excited for the content because it'll be fun. It'll be informative. It'll be also, I'll, you know, it tells it'll paint the broader picture of what you know qualifying for the US Open looks like for me and Wesley's perspective. I don't know. It's, I'm just, I'm excited for that kind of weekend. Yeah, I mean, it was a cool vibe watching you come back in for 17 and 18 with a voiceover to explain those last yeah. two holes. You know, that really got me back engaged. I mean, Retention City, by the way, watch the whole thing. You know, yeah. I mean, how can you not? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm watching yeah. you saying as you're sitting in the car in the beginning of the video going, there's no way he's going to vlog this thing and stay mentally focused with you. <laughs> right. And then immediately you said, guys, sorry, I'm not going to talk to the camera today. I got to focus. I'm like, all right, there we go. Yeah. It was good. It was great. Loved how it flowed. It was just golf, 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 yeah. golf, golf. Yeah. It was yeah. great edit. Great content. Keep it coming. And like I said, I think um, there's got to be a lot of people who are watching this. Not only like we're, we're entertained. Mike and yeah. I are not two guys who are ever making it through to any U.S. Open, right? But we're, we're entertained by it and we're rooting yeah. you on. But there's We only get media guys. day. What? We only get media day. <laughs> right, yeah. right. We get our media day credentials. That's, that's, that's it. it. But what I'm saying is there's, I'm sure there are a lot of people who are watching this and learning from it too. Oh, yeah. Learning right. from your process. Learning. So, and, and that's going to help them get through these different steps. So I think mm-hmm. that in that way, it's, it's just so cool that it's being done. So tell us real quick about jumping ahead to the open championship. Now yeah. this, I, are you working with the RNA on this or is this something you're just tackling on your own? I remember hearing you mention something about the RNA being involved. Oh yeah. This one, this one, uh, I mean, it's hard that you can pick favorites, but equally, like this is something that's kind of a dream because I commented on one of Rick Shield, not Rick Shields, uh, Peter Finch's Road to the Open videos that the, the RNA did last year, um, yeah. kind of chronicling whatever, like a big production, and I was just like, "Hey, do you ever, do you guys want an American to kind of follow along?" <laughs> <laughs> and this was just a comment on their video. This was last year. And then I got an email probably, you know, three or four or five months later. And they'll say, hey, this is so-and-so from the RNA. We're definitely interested if you're, like, up to discuss. I'm like, huh, that's kind of cool. And <laughs> yeah. so, anyway, this is going to be the RNA is going to be kind of telling the story through the uh, the open uh, YouTube platforms, much like Peter Finch and the other guys they followed. But kind of telling my story, you know, in golf and, you know, obviously YouTube and whatever um, else they want to tell to kind of, like, get to know me. And then we'll follow along at the qualifying process uh june 20th is, is the first uh um 
first stage or first the the regional um, qualifier as they call it. So yeah, it's really going to be pretty cool because again, anytime you can get the RNA kind of telling your story, it opens up a different audience, but also it's like kind of kind of really. I mean, it's really cool. It's like I get to go over. Because you know, I watched the Open growing up, and I'm going to call it the British Open a lot, and I'm yep. going to get some flack, but I'm yep. sorry because <laughs> I'm a guy from Chapin, South Carolina. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, and and to tell their to the, tell a story of me potentially like qualifying for the Open and going over to experience that culture, that golf, um, something that I've watched my whole life and and loved. And so, yeah, I'm very 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 excited because again, I'm just dumb enough to think that I have a chance to get through and like my game. Is I saw in the in the U.S. Open qualifier, like it only, it only takes three rounds, and I feel like I'm in a pretty decent spot where I haven't been in a couple of years. So, like, why not qualify for both or or one or at least give myself a chance? So, I'm I'm excited from like the golf uh, side of things, not just like the content side. Yeah, of course. Cool Have you months. played much golf over there? Mm, not really. I played a handful of rounds. I played the. Call, I call it the British Amateur. But yeah, the British Amateur in 2006 um, at St. George's and then um, went over to Scotland in 2015 and played some golf. So very minimal, um, but I have it. It really is amazing. Yeah, it um, sure is. You feel yeah. like, does your game translate pretty well? Did you play pretty well when you were over there? Um, the first time, not so much, but the second time I played, played the old course, played well, played some good golf at other courses. But the, court, the qualifying sites I picked were more like – not American style, but like just they're inland or whatever. I don't know what mm-hmm. the official terminology, but like it's just like a, a typical course like you'd find over here, tree lined, uh, small small greens. Um, looks like you got to ball strike it around. It's actually Alistair McKenzie's very first golf course that he designed, oh, cool. All Woodley. Um, yeah. So I'm very excited to play because it's kind of similar to what you know I play around here, and um, you know it's not linksy because again I don't have much experience there, but. You know, we'll come to we'll figure it out once the time comes. But the two qualifying sites I picked were more kind of what I'm used to tree lined. You know, you got to you know kind of work the ball. Um, you know, smaller greens. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a surprise. We when we were over there in St Andrews, just how diverse the golf can be. You can mm-hmm. you can play a links course and then you can drive 15 minutes and you've got this like parkland course that like just yeah. feels like you're back home. It's just, mm-hmm. it's incredible yeah. the way that works. Um, yeah. But look, listen, I, I know um, we're a little bit limited on time, but we're, we're super excited for you. And, you know, we're going to be following this journey along. And and like I said, I, I, I commend you on wearing both of these hats. I mean, it's exciting yeah. that you're able to do this, create all that great content <laughs> and play good golf because it's, it's tough. Usually one kind of tips the other. You either yep. play well or you film well, and it's not, you know one or the other. But of course, that's coming from very stressful. Come on. Yeah, that's the one. That's the tension of what we talked about earlier. Is that like I want to do both great, and it's not really possible because again, I'm a golfer first, and like, but I know in order to like make good videos, it's tough. Especially like when I'm filming matches, like me, Wesley, Will Miles, and Scott Stevens. There's four of us. Yeah. And I'm trying to film all three or and myself, keep up with the the, the pace of also take the ridicule from Wesley, everyone else. Like, man, what like your game's terrible. What's going on? I'm like, yeah, no yeah. ice. I'm having to run and film three people. Yep. And then it's like yep. you know, I want to be a Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So um, but I, that's what I'm I'm very I'm proud of kind of you know, a, and the other side of things is like I know I'm a like you put it on, you put it on the internet for people to either, you know, 
if you play bad, you're just going to get not roasted. Because again, I'm past the point of caring. I've, yeah. I'm own worst critic, like hardest critic. So I don't care what people think about the golf game. But you want to perform. Like there's a thing that you want to like show people that you're playing, that you're a good golfer. And like you put it on the internet for people to see, you're very vulnerable. Um, yeah. And, uh, and so you put all this thing together and to like actually perform well. And like in these, cause I played in tournaments and, and played fairly well, like filming it. But still, it's like I have those same feelings every day when I go to the first day. I'm like, I really want to play, like hope I play well. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I'll be want have a guy, camera guy, all 18 holes, just taking all the good, bad, and ugly, and everything in between. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, it's it's definitely tough, but it's been a lot of fun to figure out, and it's been rewarding to like see that the work I've put in is paying off, and you know. Um, and still also creating fun videos as well as playing good golf. So it's been, been cool. That's, That's cool. very cool. I know we're, we're looking further ahead, but before we let you go, yeah. other than obviously we talked a lot about the U S open, the open championship, mm-hmm. anything other big things on the fire for, for people to look forward to coming. I mean, obviously you've got a lot on your plate, just getting through that. Yeah. But, uh, for the year, is there any other, you know, events, travel, anything like mm-hmm. that, that you'll be doing with the channel that, that we could keep an eye out for? Um, I say those are big. We'll, we'll after those tournaments kind of go. I mean, it'll be tough not to like want to compete more because I mean it's been fun like taking kind of a trip back and just being. I mean, I still film videos, but I'm you know maybe filming once a week now instead of like twice a week and trying to play a little more golf. So it's been fun like going back and being a golfer again. Um, but I don't I don't know. It's, it's I'll maybe some Monday qualifiers for like the tour. Like maybe one do like one Monday qualifier, but I don't know content or like competition wise we'll have to see but i know you know telling wesley's story and you know he's his summer is jam-packed as well and so i think he's right on the cusp of playing some really good golf and i want to be there to kind of document his journey because i know we didn't touch on it much today um but his kind of story and his kind of road back to the pj tour is fascinating yeah um you know it's the brian bros golf it's me and him and so like yes he doesn't he's not around as much because he's on the pj tour and there's only so many weeks that i can physically travel and film him and make, you know, PJ tour videos. Um, but it, I'm excited for, I think that's what the, the back end of the summer is probably going to be, um, going with him playing some more, uh, or filming some more PJ tour stuff. Cause I think he's about to start playing some good golf and I want to like kind of his, his, my, just like it's my road to the U S open. This is kind of his road to kind of keep his PJ tour card, get it back and keep people, you know, keep him engaged because it's, it's been fun to kind of see him want to do YouTube more and like film videos and tell his story because like, you know, he's a PJ tour player. He doesn't have to do this. Like right. he can just focus on, you know, playing golf. So it's cool that like he's willing to kind of put his life out there and his share his story, his journey and get people kind of excited about him playing golf and bring people along through the ups and downs that is pro golf. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, no. So that's that's. I think the mo- the the back end of the year is going to be more focusing on his tournaments rather than mine. But I mean, heck, who knows? We'll like we get in the U.S. Open, we get in the Open. I mean, we yeah. might have to go start playing some uh, yep. <laughs> find some tournaments to play in, huh? Exactly. For real. And like, I said, like, there's very there's a lot of great YouTube golf coming up, and that's that space is really growing. But there are very mm-hmm. few that are doing what you're doing, which is walking that mm-hmm. line between creating content and also working through the journey of this competitive golf. You know, there's a lot of guys who are mixing and matching and doing matches against each other. And there's some great golfers out there, but there are a few that are Mm -hmm. doing what you're doing. So I think you guys have got a really cool, like little niche of what you're doing. And it creates some very unique content. So 
We're excited yeah. to keep seeing it. Keep it going, and we'll be rooting hard for you. We will be you. rooting real hard, and we're sending you good vibes because we'll be back up at Brookline for the week. So we hope to see you in West. Hey, we'll yeah, inside yeah, the ropes. We, um, we'll have to get together. Um, <laughs> Definitely, and figure out. Yeah, we need to figure out how we can get together, play some golf, um, stuff, watch a bunch of your videos, and you guys uh, up north have it. I mean, the golf y'all have compared to what we have is just I just watch all these videos, and even like a second-rate course is like, holy, like why can't our second rate courses look like what you guys like yeah. have up there so yeah well, i'll tell you what the, it's an open invitation anytime you're here we'll we'll take you to some of our favorite spots and uh yeah. you, you can give us a whole bunch of strokes and we'll, <laughs> we'll get out there yeah. and mix it up i'm even liking like a sure. george and one of us versus josh and josh kelly and, and one of the other guy i think we yes. could do something fun there yeah, we played with josh awesome. last summer so i love josh that's one of my favorite yeah. guys he's he's yep. i think he's probably one of the like as far as instagram golf like he's probably the best like he's very creative he's really good too but yep. like I always love film with him because he's. I just feel so dumb. Like, man, you make it look so easy. Like, <laughs> you're way better. Like, you have all these ideas, and it's like I'm kind of creative, but then I have. I, I got nothing compared to you. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's just a good dude too. Just yeah, like, fun to be out there. But yeah, we'll make something happen. But either way, like I said, this this was long overdue. So you appreciate you taking mm. the time. Come on yeah, here, talk sure. to us. Like I said, it's right in the in in this kind of beginning of of what could be a very exciting journey and uh yeah. we're excited for you so just keep grinding keep that camera rolling so that we can watch yeah, it <laughs> and uh we'll be we'll be rooting you on like we said well yeah appreciate it thanks uh thanks for having me on glad we could uh and you can nap while we uh make this make this happen yeah, you made it through the baby nap made it I know, we thought we were going to hear yeah. the baby monitor, but the dad it. life. I, I love hopefully it. she, hopefully we can get another like forty-five minutes out of her. I don't, I don't say she's going to wake up in the next twenty minutes, but it'd be <laughs> nice. I can get a little bit of work done, and uh, all go. before she wakes up. There you go. Good stuff, George. Yeah, great having you, and I'm sure we'll catch up with you again soon. Yeah, Jess, thanks so much. Thank Appreciate you, George. You guys. Take Thank care. you. Yeah. yeah. All right, that was that was a lot of fun. How cool, um, man! I, I always what a cool like, journey. You know, not only is it you know George is such a, a good guy and such an entertaining guy to watch. Mm -hmm. I think he's, I think he he is not even giving himself enough credit for how good he is on camera. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Uh, it's just very entertaining, but also I love that because I love just having a little bit of that rub off on me watching these videos of like what a good golfer does to prepare. You know, just yeah. having him walk through, and you heard him talking about it there. Like, I knew if I was short, I could be short on the left side. Mm -hmm. Like, so many times I find myself, I'm guilty of this. I just look at the pin and I just, and that's it. I'm like, oh, what's yeah. my number to that pin? Right. And I just go for it. And you, you start to watch how he breaks down the game and how he knows where his spots where he can get in trouble, where he could lose a stroke or two if he doesn't hit his shot. Because even the best golfers in the world don't hit their shots every time. Right, right. So it's just such a unique perspective. Like I said at the beginning of the show, if you're not already subscribed to the Brian Brothers YouTube channel, do, yeah, it. do it. It's just it's content that is it walks that line so well of being both entertaining but informative. And plus, it's so much fun to follow along with with you know Wesley and his journey on tour. Mm -hmm. Um, just, just two really great dudes, just making great golf content and playing great golf. And, and, and from an entertainment standpoint, what more could you ask for? Absolutely. It's, it's a must follow for sure. Definitely check them out. Yeah, definitely check them out. So guys, hope you enjoyed this week's show. We'll link to everything in the show notes. You can get to this by going to golf or in the golf app. If you haven't already downloaded the golf app, it is free. You can get all of our podcasts there as well. No matter where you listen to the podcast, that's a, a great one. And we have, we push out notifications every time a new podcast goes live. So make sure you check that out as well. And we'll see everybody again next week.